It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Faster my crazy day, my pack commute, all those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. Rams Nation, welcome back to Lockdown Rams. I'm your new host, Brad Bearmotter from Rams Podcast. But this is Lockdown Rams. This is your daily source for Rams news analysis, only available on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's talk about your team, my team, our team, the Los Angeles football Rams. They're 1-0 and sitting on top of the NFC West. Yes, that is right. The same Los Angeles Rams that took three games last year to get a touchdown just dropped five touchdowns on the Indianapolis Colts. They scored 46 points in the opening week of the NFL. And yes, that was the best mark of week one, topping the Kansas City Chiefs who blew out the New England Patriots, in the first game of the NFL season. So the Rams went from a struggling offense last year to dropping 46 points in the Coliseum today. In fact, last year they only scored 86 points total all year at the Coliseum. So off to a great start. What a difference a year makes. These changes that we saw in the offseason, new head coach, big trade for Sammy Watkins, great draft, and a defense that continues to just get stronger. And uh, it proved... <laughs> So we're going to get into that a little bit further. Quickly about me, your new host, Brad Bear Motter. Uh, you can find me at LA underscore Rambling Bear on Twitter. And you can also find me on Rams Podcast. That's at Rams Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and also on iTunes. If you're looking for a weekly podcast, more of a long form, uh, that's where you need to go. We talk great stuff over there with my co-host, James Kroger. But this is the daily version. So let's kind of get back to that, see what happened. It is actually late Sunday night, putting this thing up uh, Monday morning. And I'm going to tell you about my experience. I went to the game today. It was amazing. Obviously, it just hit you with some quick facts there about uh, how it turned out for us. You all know we had an amazing performance week one. Can't be mad at that. Yes, it was against a battered uh, Andrew Luckless uh, Colts. But we came out and did what we're supposed to do, beat a team that's not very good. And we did that. So I uh, went to the game, had great seats. Got to give props to my boss who gave me free tickets. So took those in a heartbeat. Uh, went to the game, real hot, roasting the sun today. Paid uh, Overpaid about $16 for some beers. But you know what? It was all worth it because by halftime, Jared Goff was 40 yards shy of his career record of passing yards. So this guy was on fire. Um, you know, obviously some some room for improvement. Uh, but real quick, just looking at uh, Jared Goff's stat line here, it was pretty impressive. I mean, he was 21 of 29, 306 yards, 72% completion rate, one touchdown, 117 QBR rating. That was a top five performance for him this week in the NFL. The only people that threw more yards were Alex Smith, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, and Carson Wentz. Damn, Carson Wentz. He's just going to follow us around and continue to do well, isn't he? Um, but our boy Goff looked great in there today. Obviously, there's probably still some haters out there that are going to pick him apart. But 
A uh, couple bad throws, but overall controlled the game. No interceptions. His QBR, which I mentioned just a second ago, 117, was second in the NFL, only behind Alex Smith. So can't complain there. For an offense that was pretty much non-existent last year, came out firing. It did help that our defense really kicked things off for us. We'll get into that side of the ball as well. But uh, just right off the bat, we'll talk about some of the offensive things because that's where the fun's at. Uh, Sammy Watkins, first appearance as a Ram, five catches, 58 yards. Uh, the, the big catch that he had for 24 yards. Uh, Todd Gurley came out of the backfield with five catches, uh, 56 yards. Found himself being more productive out of the backfield than as a runner. 19 carries, 40 yards as a runner. But he did get that one touchdown uh, near the goal line, which was just fun to see him get in. And then our boy Cooper Cup, which we're all in love with. Coop! <laughs> love that in the stadium. He had, let's see where are we at, four catches, 76 yards. He had the big 28-yard one and the touchdown. Uh, Robert Woods' first appearance as well, three catches, 50 yards. These guys just put up some good numbers. Gerald Everett had a great uh, deep ball for 39 yards. It was his only catch of the game, but uh, made the catch, got up, and, and got some extra yards. So it was good to see the offense get to work and do some things. Obviously, some room improvement. Uh, we had two rushing touchdowns, the throwing touchdowns, but really where this game kicked off was on our defense, and it was fun and amazing. felt great to see. Uh, Tremaine Johnson get out there and just start making plays right away. You know, a lot of talk about him and his, his contract, and, you know, he wasn't very happy, but he was coming to play. The Rams really didn't want to commit to him, but they franchise tagged him two years in a row. We paid him 17 mil this year. Uh, but, you know, what? he went out and earned his paycheck week one. He had a forced fumble and a recovery, and that was after his pick six to start the game and get that defense off to a, an amazing start, which they ended up with uh, four sacks, the two pick sixes, a safety. The only team in NFL history to record uh, two defensive touch- touchdowns, a safety on the opening day. I know these stats can get crazy as you start to really make them, but that's pretty impressive in NFL history. That's never happened, and the Rams went out there and did it uh, week one, and it was fun to watch. Uh, the Colts actually traveled well uh, in the stadium around. I was actually I was on the Colts sideline, so obviously you know more fans on that side. But was pretty impressed to see how well they traveled. Unfortunately for them, uh, they had Scott Tolzien as their quarterback, and we really beat him up. We put a lot of pressure on him. Uh, we did have the four sacks, but other than that, we were always in his face, making a move, making him uncomfortable. Our coverage was great. Uh, so I'm excited to see us what we're going to do against you know a, a team with a little better quality. But overall, those guys did a great job. Who else did a great job, which sometimes is overlooked, but we get so used to having them here, was our man Bones in the special unit, uh, special teams unit. They had a great day. Hecker, five punts, all inside the 20. Uh, He had a couple of them that went inside the 10. He had a beautiful punt that he, if you saw, he kicked the ball straight sideways. I know it's something that, you know, not a lot of punters are doing. Some are trying to work in that pooch punt and, and different ways to do it, but he literally put this thing sideways so it would have this funky corkscrew spin. And when that thing landed inside the 10, it just took a right turn out of bounds at the 6. And it was just a beautiful punt. So another great day from Hecker. Um, return yards al- allowed on punts. Zero. They ain't go nowhere, man. That's a great way to help win a ball game. When your special teams unit can put them inside the 20, inside the 10, no returns, it sets your defense up pretty well, especially at home with the crowd going crazy. So... Uh, another great performance by the special teams. And if we get that type of stuff all year, this team's going to be dangerous. I mean, our defense was all over the field 
flying around. They had a couple big plays near the end, but at that point, the momentum and, and the, the game was already well out of hand. Uh, so got to give them good props there. Um, kind of going in, d- diving a little bit deeper here on some of the stuff, uh, looking on the defensive side of the ball, some of the guys that had really good games you know, that we want to mention. Um, you know, LaMarcus Joyner had, had, a, had a great game. Uh, Alec Ogletree obviously is always right there. Um, we had Ethan Westbrook with a sack. Uh, Robert Quinn played a hell of a game getting pressure coming around the corner. He had a sack as well, a couple tackles, a couple solo tackles. Uh, and Michael Brockers was big. I'm excited about what he can do for us this year, especially up there on the front of the line uh, with Aaron Donald missing. And that was a scary thing. We're sitting here talking about all this great stuff that happened, and we didn't even have our most disrupting force up front. But good news, people, the man is going to play. The man is back. Uh, contract negotiation is kind of a standstill right now, but he said, I'm coming back. I'm going to play. Obviously, he didn't suit up this game uh, since he basically made the decision like three days ago, uh, which would have been nice if he did it like maybe a week ago. Would have been nice if he kind of joined us, but uh, defense didn't need him this week. So it's going to be exciting to see what our defense can do uh, getting back. Uh, but it was fun to watch those guys run around and make plays and really put pressure on, on the quarterback and and uh, smother the ball and turnovers it was just great to see us get in there those were some of the things last year uh, that we really didn't have you know Tremaine last year I think only had one interception Uh, already he's you know forced two turnovers in the first game so the things that were going on uh, was pretty awesome to see and you know it's tough because again against a really banged up Indianapolis Colts team they were short a couple O-linemen starters um, and then obviously Andrew Luck but we did what we had to do, and that was beat a pretty crappy team. So uh, way to go, Rams. Let's kind of dive into a couple other things here, um, you know, talking about what's coming up. We've got the Washington Redskins uh, next week. That's going to be the McVay Bowl, so I know we're all excited about that. Well, let's talk about that head coach, Sean McVay. First appearance in the Coliseum, obviously, as a head coach, and what a way to come in. He did such a great job. Uh, excited to see his offense kind of get into what he you know, wants it to be this year, using the tight ends, using some of those weapons. And one guy that we weren't sure what we were going to see from on the offense side of the ball was Tavon Austin. But they worked him in. Obviously, he didn't have a ton of action. Um, I think he ended up running more than he ended up uh, receiving. He had one catch for seven yards. He did have uh, a fumble lost which we'll talk about that later on things that we need to improve of that, you know, that was kind of a a scary thing to see that we did a lot last year, but then uh, he did two runs for 11 yards. You can tell they wanted to get him a little bit of action. It's going to be interesting to see how his role in this offense continues to develop uh, throughout the season. But obviously McVay knows that he's got some, you know, amazing speed and and can move, uh, you know, with the ball at points. So uh, it was good to see him back out on the field. We didn't see him at all. Uh, during the preseason but he was back in action Uh, our offensive line did a great job of protecting Jared Goff I think he only took one sack on the day Uh, what they didn't do a great job of was giving Todd Gurley a bunch of running room Uh, it was an issue last year Uh, it looked to be a little bit of an issue again this year Uh, 19 carries 40 yards 2.1 average with a long of one or sorry long of 12 yards Uh, so Nothing impressive there. Malcolm Brown got some action at the end. Seven carries, 16 yards, 2.3 uh, average. So nothing to you know get excited about there. Definitely room for improvement on that side of the ball. Uh, we got to move the line a little bit because 
you know, if they're going to just finally say, okay, Jared Goff, throw it. If he can do what he did today, then we'll be all right. But uh, defenses are going to start to confuse them and, and try to, you know, give different coverages and blitzes. And so we're going to have to be able to move the football on the ground to help them out. Uh, with that said, Todd Gurley got in the end zone. That was, that was good to see. Uh, hopefully we can get him tasting that end zone and, and kind of spark that fire. Last year he lost a little bit of his motivation because he wasn't getting the ball enough. Just right around 20 carries, I think that's a good first game for him. Uh, we'd like to probably maybe get him the ball a little bit more. Uh, his big thing in his first year was all about that second half running. He, he te- seemed to just kind of wear down the defense in the second half. So we got to continue to feed him the ball and uh, help work off that play action. Um, <clears throat> but overall... I don't know how you can get be too ups- too upset about what what happened uh, here on Sunday afternoon at at the Coliseum. Uh, at the end, McVeigh got a Gatorade bath and then was presented the game ball. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, winning is fun, and you could sure see it on those guys' faces in the locker room afterwards. Uh, so hopefully, moving forward, they can get really used to this. Things we have to work on. Um, penalties man i don't know what it is about this team last year that was the achilles heel for us we just kept holding jump starts really silly silly stuff personal fouls uh we had seven penalties for 50 yards as you start to get to these better teams and play them and you give them free yards and and keep you know turning a three and two into a three and third and seven uh that's just gonna that's just gonna hurt you in the long term so that's one of the things we really got to clean up and then putting the ball on the ground we had two fumbles we lost one of them uh todd Gurley lost you know was the other one uh he got it back but we can't continue to put the ball on the ground and expect to win all games. Obviously, we we won on the turnover ratio. I think it was plus two on our side. We had the uh, two picks and then uh, the fumble recovery. So the defense overall did a great job, um, but you know, helping us on that side as far as the turnover battle. But it's something we really got to work on because uh, when we start to play these division games, we just really can't really can't get into giving the ball away. Um, third downs, we were. 5 of 14 on third downs. Enough today to get it done, uh, but in the future, we're going to have to be a little bit more depending um, on picking some of those up. And that goes back to creating a makeable third down. So something to look at moving forward. If we can clean up our third down efficiency, some penalties, and taking care of the ball, um, you know, tagged with what our defense is doing already and and, uh, some of the exciting players we have on offense, this could be a sneaky, dangerous team. Uh, we thought that last year going in, but we had the old Jeff Fisher issue and, and his uh, defensive-minded not really opening up the offense and not giving uh, Jared Goff a chance to shine. This is Jared Goff's team, his year, uh, with the defense and adding Wade Phillips to that. Uh, these guys are off to a great start. So, like I said, most points scored in the NFL Week 1, almost half the points we scored last year at the Coliseum all in one, all in one game. Uh, Jared Goff, the numbers real quick again, 21 of 29, 306 yards, second best QBR in the NFL, 117. Um, I don't want to get too overboard on getting excited. It's only one week, Bear. It's only one week. But let me tell you this, that is a great way to start. Confidence builder for sure. That's got to just moving forward, give you know, Jared Goff, that offensive line, these new weapons on the outside, it's just really got to motivate them that, of what they're capable of. You know, to play the way they did today, have some, you know, a couple drops, um, a couple missed opportunities when we moved the ball and, and, and couldn't really get it going with some of the penalties. Uh, but to still come out with putting up those numbers, 
Uh, Jared Goff, that big number zero of zero interceptions, which is huge, was fun to watch. And uh, only encouraging moving forward. So looking at it as uh, offense, defense, and special teams, we won every single portion of that football game from start to finish. So super excited to see that. The crowd was great for the, for the first half. Uh, kind of filtered out in the second half. It was really hot out there, and we had that game in control. So kind of got a little empty near the end, but the Rams fans were great. Uh, people were loud on third down. The touchdowns were great. The fireworks were going off. Everyone was in a great mood, except for those Colt fans. That was a little tough for them to watch. They got a touchdown near at the end. I call it pity points. They were happy with it. Uh, when you make a trip, we sat next to a couple Colts. They, they made a trip out from Indiana. And, uh, man, that's a long, long trip out here just to see your team get beat. So they were excited to see some points then. Um, well, guys, we've got a game coming up next week. Uh, now we're bringing in the Washington Redskins. That is obviously McVay's old team. Kind of looking at this as the McVay Bowl, him versus old team. Uh, they lost versus the Eagles versus uh, Carson Wentz who kind of tore him up near the end there. Uh, so they're coming in 0-1 to face us at 1-0. Uh, it's going to be an exciting game. I think it's a very winnable game for the Rams. Uh, looking at what the Redskins did, watched them this morning, um, didn't seem to wow me. Their running game struggled a little bit, kind of like ours today. Uh, Cousins is a really good quarterback, uh, but he doesn't have a lot of people to throw to right now, so just trying to find those people. Uh, should be interesting, and McVay knows the team pretty well. He knows that offense. He was a part of it last year, so it's going to be a really fun game to watch. Back-to-back home games uh, at the Coliseum, which last year we didn't get much of, so it's exciting to see how we start our season here. Uh, we're going to continue to talk daily Rams news. Just wanted to get in here, say hello, talk about the win, introduce myself. We'll be doing this journey for 17 more weeks. I'm going to bring some people on the show. We've got this whole Locked On podcast network. If you haven't checked it out, check out our NFL Locked On podcast um, and check out some of these other guys around the country. We're going to bring them on as we face matchups, and we're going to talk about upcoming games. I'm going to bring on James from Rams Podcast, who is my co-host over there. Again, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. That is ramspodcast.com. You can find us there. You can find us on iTunes, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. So I'm going to pick up some of the social media for this Locked On Rams. It may take me a little bit to get going, uh, but I'm going to be doing this five times a week, coming to talk to you, uh, quick-hitting podcast episodes, 20 to 30 minutes, your daily updates. This was a fun one. We're going to call this Victory Monday tomorrow, and we are 1-0 sitting on top of the NFC West. I know it's early, but I'd rather be up there than at the bottom. And last year, it took us a while. Actually, maybe we, well, as I'm thinking about this, last year we started 3-1, and one. So, uh, but not with a lot of points. These guys went out and scored some points today. So, uh, dominating win next week. We've got another challenge coming in here. We're going to bring people on to talk about it. Can't wait for you guys to join us along the way. Always reach out to me, at LA Rambling Bear on Twitter. Ha- ask me any questions, anything you want to hear about, let me know. I'll be doing this for the next 17 weeks, and I cannot wait to talk about Rams every day with you guys. So until next time, Rams Nation, peace.
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fancy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fancy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.